Welcome to the Trinity Youth Podcast. It's Joe here with Cannon. Howdy. And Jack. What's up, guys? Okay, hold up. I'm always last. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, in alphabetical order, Cannon, Jack. C comes before the letter J. But then why do you go first, J? Because I'm the host, and the host always goes first. Hold up. We've also been in all the episodes. I feel like we're co-hosts. Yeah, but when you graduate, you won't be part of the podcast anymore, so... Uh, that's a fair point. Well, that's like saying anybody that's part of a team, they're going to retire eventually. They're not, are they not part of that ha, team? Well, uh, the, uh, yeah, exactly. All right, so if you're watching a TV show, okay, the main star, their name goes first, and everyone else's names go in alphabetical order after them. So you're the main star. That's what I'm this is I'm the host, and from. you guys are... That's not true in Friends. Friends is not a modern-day epic, okay? I'm just saying. And this podcast is... No, I was <laughs> credit wise. I was thinking about Game of Thrones. I wasn't thinking about all right, well, friends. So, all right. So, Cannon. Yes. And Jack. Yeah. Um, I've created a segment that I think is very appropriate for Cannon. It will go along with. Better be about cowboys. It is. This is cowboy news. Cowboy news. I think each week we need to discuss. A news story that involves cowboys. No, that's not fair. Well, then we got to have the one that discusses soccer or something. Dude, something but I can you know. are a soccer player. Cannon's not really a cowboy. He just Ooh. likes discussing Ouch. cowboys. Oh my goodness. So. I feel attacked. Well, then let's do one over guitar players. Cannon is a guitar player. That was supposed to be a shot at Cannon. Oh, well, I got that. That was just mean, Jack. That was just horrible. Honestly, this is the best intro I think we've ever had. I thought I'd just share that. We haven't even had to restart yet. oh we will it's pretty good this comes from the daily mail but they are so unaccurate and unreliable all right inaccurate i believe is the word you're looking for whatever english whatever yeah okay so and i have verified this from other sources just i'm reading this one off the daily mail so texas cowboy rescues horses trapped in neck deep floodwater after hurricane harvey and actually, I found this article, and then my mom posted this article in the video on Facebook today, too. Wild um, stuff. Wild stuff. So, there's this, this guy's name is Chance Ward, um, and he is in Houston. That's such a cowboy name, Chance Ward. Um, so, it isn't just people who've been affected by the atrocities of Hurricane Harvey these past few days. Animals have been trapped and abandoned during the heavy rains and life-threatening floods in Texas, too. However, Chance Ward from Texas has been a hero in the community after posting several videos and photos on Facebook these past few days showing him rescuing livestock. It's a cool picture here. I saw this video. Like, the horse is trapped behind this gate, and he just, like, rides up on his horse in the middle of this deep water. actually so far. And, like, just rips the gate open to get the horse out. Now, that's a cowboy if I've ever seen one right there. Um, And he's been doing this throughout the area. There's, I mean, there's tons of pictures here. But here's the cool thing. Um, I got a good question. I want to get to... No, I know, I know. Uh, I'm trying to find... Well, I'm not finding it now in the article. But you talk about his favorite part of this is that it's not... He's not the only one doing this. Um, That's awesome. He's doing it... There's a group of guys, but he's also doing this with his 17-year-old son. They are going out um, to do this. So, here we go. We were able to swim in and save four horses today. One of the greatest feelings in the world is having my best partner by my side, my 17-year-old son. That's great. Um... So that's, that's just a really cool going out and helping out. Um, he said lots of people are helping out. The community helping out the people. We talked about the people in the nursing home who were yeah. stranded and how they got out and saw the pictures of how yeah. they're doing well. Um, 
But here's a cowboy in the news, Cannon. And it's got all the great elements of a cowboy well, story. It's it's. What are the great elements of a cowboy story? Hold on, hold up. Before you get into these elements, the waters they were saying it's like 17 feet high, and like most of the places, or like a lot of the places. Can the horse do horses? Can they swim? Well, I know they can swim, but like, will they not just sink? Will they get tired? You know what I'm saying? Like, how long have them horses been floating like that? Or can they float? You know, do they sink? Well, this wasn't like today. It's not this just was a, couple a hat days rack, ago, Joe. So. This isn't just a hat rack. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that like four times in the past two days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Cannon, what are the elements oh. of a classic cowboy story? Well, uh, you got something that's ridiculously awesome, such as riding a horse in a hurricane to save other horses. <laughs> that, that is ridiculously awesome. Uh, that's ridiculously awesome. And then... That paired with something that warms your heart. He's with saving his son. animals. With, saving his, uh, animals with, his, with his son. son. Yeah. Exactly. It's all ridiculously heartwarming. And then also, like any great cowboy story, you almost don't believe it. Like you almost. But we have photos and exactly. video no, online. I, no, and I, if I, it's I do, online, it's got to be true. I do believe it, but it's just like so ridiculously, amazingly cool that. You don't want to believe it. Cannon's about to run across the road and hop in the river and be like, I'm saving horses. About to go save a lizard from a puddle or something. <laughs> and I was thinking about this when I was driving in this morning that I have never given as much thought to modern cowboys as I have the past few Mo- weeks. There's a teacher at the high school who lived on a ranch and who? was a cowboy. Who? We're not allowed to say names in the podcast. Ha. Uh, no. Mouth the word because there's no video. I mean, video. like... I, I've read westerns. I've seen westerns, but like they're always, like you know, that's like the romanticized yeah. old west. And you don't, I don't think about cowboys existing today, like rodeo stars, but not like actual cowboys. Yeah, actual grassroots America, blue collar. Yeah, real people. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like even Peyton talked about seeing the cowboys. Yeah, it's on his trip last week. Also, a huge deal in Utah. And Utah's not a state where I would think about cowboys. Like, well, no, you it's like seen? Texas, Oklahoma, Wyoming, and Utah just never kind well, of fits that flow. When I think about cowboys, well, no, you have you ever seen the show uh, Mountain Men? Not all of them live in the mountain. I don't know what it's called. That it's very deceiving. But they t- it's like all these cowboys in like Utah, Texas, Arizona. It's wild stuff. They get to hunt cougars and like send their dogs out after them. Alaska. I mean, it's, it's wild stuff. My favorites. The Did you say Utah and Alaska? How are they getting from Utah to Alaska? Uh, horses. It's different people. How else horses, do cowboys travel? Yeah, horses. <laughs> uh, different people. But like, gotcha. no, they'll have these dogs and that, that'll be messing with their cattle like there'll be a cougar messing with their cattle. And so he'll have these dogs and they like chase it up in a tree and then the cougar's head goes, oh, shoot. Wait, it, it does what? Oh, the dog's barking blows up a cougar's head? No. Yeah, that's the, the third element of the cowboy story. Is that not what he just not said? Believable. Is that not how he described that happening? <laughs> the rifle that the cowboy has. That the dog the dog was shooting a rifle? The cowboy's a dog? What? No. You know what I mean, Joe. I, well, I didn't know they were killing the cougar. I missed that part of the story. What part? I heard dogs chasing it up the tree. That's And then the cowboy goes, shoots the cougar in the head. No, goes, all I heard <laughs> is the cougar is up the tree and... Like, that's what I heard you say in that I'm story. I'm getting so many wonderful sounds effects for my... Uh, yeah, this is going to be your soundboard. Yeah, for my, like, the soundboard that I'm building. It'll happen. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> what was that noise? So, the, the, the cool mic. thing, um, in the midst of tragedy, I love just seeing everyone try and chip in and help. Mm-hmm. 
um, next couple of weeks, we're going to be building relief buckets. It's one of our youth projects. And, um, you know, horrific things happen. Natural disasters happen. But I love seeing people come together and say, we want to help. We want to be a part of that. Um, so whether you're a cowboy in Texas saving horses or someone who's donating to the re- relief effort or you're going to help and make the relief buckets, they're going to go in and say it's probably going to be years and years of um, of work to be done in Houston. That's wild. Like we were just there like, what, two summers ago? And I just heard a wild. story. Um, a member of our church has family in Houston. And so just a few weeks ago, she was visiting and they just finished the last repairs on their house from the last hurricane. And now, um, that's wild. There was a special, the special on NPR yesterday. I don't know if like you listened to it, but it was, I guess around, you know, five o'clock, uh, cause I was listening to it on the way home. But, um, the, you know, someone had moved to Houston from, uh, Louisiana after Katrina. And now like exactly 12 years later, he's having to run away from Houston. Which is, I mean, just the cycle of that's wild. It is. Any other thoughts, Jack? No. I mean, I was... That's rare. No, I mean... (laughs) Jack is speechless, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just... I was just, I don't know, I was just pondering. That's, that's crazy. 17 feet of water on the freeway. Like, that's nuts. It's already been more rainfall than Katrina, right? Like, did I read those graphs correctly? I don't know. I don't want to comment because I really don't know on that one. I do not know either. And it was two years ago that we were in Houston. Um, the sad thing was you guys didn't really, like we drove through, it was like later at night. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I didn't even realize Houston was like near where a hurricane could like hit. You know what I mean? And most people don't, like you don't realize how, how huge inland. Houston is. Yeah. Like it is one of the major, the biggest metropolitan areas we have in the United States. Right, it's like so, three. It's like three or four. I think, yeah, I think it's around. I think it is four. Oh man, that's wild. Uh, yeah, I didn't you know, realize so like we that. Think of even now, New York is huge. L.A. is huge. Chicago is huge, and we don't really put Houston in that category. But like when you're there, and there's this, there's a giant interstate that runs around it. Like I mean, it's just colossal. It's just a huge place. And when I think Texas, I don't think huge. You know, there's the Dallas Fort Worth metroplex that all runs together, and it's huge. But there's still two different communities and. But Houston is just insanely big, and we don't think about natural disasters like that really hitting those kind of metroplexes, uh, except maybe earthquakes in L.A., but um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's not, I mean, it's a little over an hour from Houston to Galveston, which is, you know, an island right off the, um, right there, right on the coast. So it's not far, like it's right in the pathway of storms off the coast, off the Gulf. It's crazy. I, I have no good transition point to the No, next. yeah, I don't know. This is like a really dark well, place I don't know to how you go. go. Well, and then, when y'all were talking about it earlier and you were like, Jack was speechless, I thought about singing the song that's like, here I am, rock me like a hurricane. These are things that we cut from the podcast. What's wrong with that? I was just thinking <laughs> of that song. That's horrible. Well, you know, okay, here's a very... No, that just popped into no, my head. No, this was a debate last time. Here's, a, a, here's a good point. And I'm not going to... I'm going to try and spiritualize what Jack just did to, to save this segment. 
Was there anything wrong with that song? Well, it's like <laughs> it's like music that gets pulled like Jeremy doesn't get played on radio after a mass shooting, you know. So never heard of that. A couple weeks ago song. in in worship, we were playing the song Fierce, right? Mhm. Uh, and like a tidal wave oh, crashing shoot. over me. Or, you know, and a friend who was affected um, by the last hurricanes in Houston, um, he actually was a speaker at one of my youth retreats at a previous church, and they were doing how he lo- how he loves, and like he had to leave the room, and he said, "I can't hear that song, that line about um, loves like a hurricane." He's like, "The hurricane brought nothing but destruction and disaster," and for, to sing the song and say that God loves us like a hurricane. When like I saw all my friends' houses get destroyed, the city get devastated, and then we we're supposed to come in a house of worship and sing God's love is like a hurricane, mm-hmm. and that, that is imagery that we use, like the storm imagery with God. And I don't know, like I like those songs, and then I see a natural disaster hit, and then I'm like, eh. Yeah, you don't want to romanticize something that like is yeah awful. Well, like for a lot of people, I mean, I don't. I've never had like a good or a bad experience with the ocean or something. But like, I can't imagine like you know you get pulled out. You know, I had a friend this summer who was you know swimming. You get pulled out like a mile or whatever. You're having to fight for your life to swim back, and then you come to church and sing a song that like you know is talking about God is an ocean or like you know this ocean represents something like that's and like in the song oceans like. The ocean's not like a positive thing, right? Yeah, it's like, you know, this is, I'm in the unknown. Right. But, you know, and I like the imagery of like God's love, like rushing over us. But then we use the, then it's like a tidal wave, not just a wave, but, and tidal waves are usually not associated with good things. No. That's usually death and destruction, right? So God's love is going to rush over you like a wave of death. And that's the only audio we're keeping from this podcast. So God's wave is going to rush over you like a wave of death. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> but I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, because like a lot of times, you know, we like the way a song, particularly a praise song that we, makes us feel, the way that it helps us like learn something about God. What, what do you guys think? Like what, what do we do? I don't know. I just find it crazy how after this, me and Cannon are just going to go home before youth and come back. Like the people in Houston, their houses are like gone. Like, they don't have a home back to go back to. You know what I'm talking about? That's wild. But if they did come to church, they would be singing, like a tidal wave. Oh. I don't know. That's weird. Kind of makes you want to take that one off the planning center. Yeah. I mean, and I know a lot of churches that won't do How He Loves or Fierce <laughs> because of those very those very things. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think we had a, a discussion about it during 11-11. Uh, about the lyric after hurricane like because it was like last year you know and I, I mean this was nowhere near as big a deal as harvey has been uh but you know that lyric you know um in how he loves saying hurricane so that's and that's not even the controversial lyric of the song i think it's more controversial than, than people think it kiss. Is. i mean <laughs> people debate unforeseen kiss sloppy white kiss but the one that i think affects more people and hurts more people is that image of God is hurricane. Yeah. I just don't understand what's positive about a hurricane. Like, 
maybe if you, they went into detail, you know, like the eye of the storm or something that's like peaceful when like the world is is not. But I, I don't like I can't think of a positive connotation for a hurricane right now. Right. But then we say, oh, how he loves us. So just like a hurricane. That's creepy. The way you said that. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to put it into perspective. Like, I mean, that's a popular song that lots of people like, lots of people love. I mean, everybody was singing along to it at 830, you know? So, yeah, it's a hundred people singing those words. And I just, I mean, it's one of my favorite worship songs. I love the story behind it. I love memories I have connected with that song. But then when I really try and ponder it and think about it, I'm kind of conflicted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, you're trying to think of a positive connotation. I was thinking no. the Miami Hurricanes, the U. That's all you got? That's all I got. That's positive. I don't know. Miami's not even a positive place. The place is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, we have a football team. Well, there's, there's, a, there's lots of football teams that that's, that's, has, have controversy over the names, and I don't want to go there on the podcast today. But For real? Oh, I can think of a couple, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not chastising our choice of fears or how he loves at any point. But those songs takes take on a completely different meaning in certain times, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of what I was talking about too. Like, uh, one of my favorite songs like ever is "New York, New York" by Ryan Adams, and it its video was like pulled from MTV, and the song was pulled from the radio because the video had the twin towers in the background. And it came out like September 10th, 2001 or something like that, like that week. So, I mean, it happens in like, you know, secular music as well, I guess. But then it always comes back around. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a popular song. You know, people are still going to be singing fierce. I, I'm sure. I mean, we sang it this past Sunday, you know, I'm. And I think the difference, though, between Ryan Adams or Pearl Jam is in the praise music we're attributing these things to God and I think that's more dangerous than hitting those moments in history that things just don't work at that time mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah no, like, it's more dangerous to say God's love is like a hurricane or a tidal wave because if your area was devastated by a hurricane or a tidal wave that's not the image of God you want. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Speaking of music. Of music. Of music, yes. So, yesterday, I was... Man, these categories are straight for canon today, Joe. Actually, I like music. It's because you, you and Peyton had that, like, bromance where you talked about soccer last week. For, like, five seconds. Anyway. Nah. So yesterday, I was driving around scanning out some locations for our Labor Day trip this coming weekend. Oh, yeah. And one of the things I try and do when I go to a place is I try not to put on iTunes or Spotify. I try to tune into the local radio stations and kind of like get the culture of the area based on their radio stations. 95.7 The Ridge, Rome's classic rock station. Okay, you that, can't say that because you That's the only one I listen to in Rome. My bad, continue. Anyway. But yesterday, I had, an, I had a real problem with this. Last year when I went scouting, it was through parts of Alabama and southern Tennessee. Sweet home. And the only Alabama. stations that came in were, were country. 
Is that a problem? Yeah. No, no. like I don't listen to country music. So like, but like I got to hear songs I didn't know and okay, and like deliver an appreciation for that. The areas that I was in yesterday, I was only getting in top 40. Top, top, what's top 40? Like the, the really chart. popular, the pop songs right now. I got you. And if I had to hear Promise Me No Promises one more time. Which one's that? Um, yeah, give us a little, I mean, no, I'm, it's I'm not a true segment or, if you don't or sing the a little new, bit of it. Or if I had to hear the new Taylor Swift song one more time, I was like ready to what, scream. What you I made me look at do. the charts. Mm, mm, that's a bad song. That's my review of it. Bad. I'm going to talk about it Friday at FCA. Anyway. It just shirks responsibility. Look what you made me do. Ha <laughs> ha. Cute. Taylor there's Swift. a lot of cool stuff and there's a lot of weird stuff, and, but that's not for now. So yesterday I was like bogged down in this realm of pop songs and I just couldn't listen to it anymore. So this morning I went into my app and picked some of the new music and I decided to begin listening to the new Queens of the Stone Age album all right this is kind of I'm here I'm here I haven't listened <laughs> Cannon, to all uh, of it Cannon woke up with that not not a huge fan but we're good we're good and what I realized was I'm also not a huge fan yeah it's, it was just listed under new music who is it Queens of the Stone Age. Should I know them? Uh, Josh Home. Josh Home. It's like H O M M E. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, they're new. No, 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 no. I, but here's the thing. The new, I was, I was really digging it. I was really getting into this album. And I was thinking about Canon, you and Twenty One Savage, your new favorite artist. Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One. Yeah. 21. Well, I who I did listen to yesterday. I've gotten. To, you I acknowledge that he exists. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at right now. So here's what I'm thinking. For next week. Okay. Because I realize that there are genres I don't listen to. Country music last year. Um, and like rock. Like rock is not my genre. Like classic rock or like screamo? Just Either. like modern but like rock. Even like, like, like the Stone, Queens Stone Age. Age is rock. Like it's not pop music. It's not all. Like it's, yeah, I it's really you. just rock. Yeah, rock and hell. But I realized I didn't hate it. So I realize there's there's probably a lot of music that I'm missing out on because there's only a few genres I'll do. That's how I feel about country and why I started listening to country. So I want to know what genre do you not listen to? And here's the deal. We are going to make playlists to give to each other of genres that we're not familiar with. And then we're going to talk through our excursion through that genre next week. I'm starting first. All right. Jack, what genre do you not like? Joe, I listen to every single thing imaginable, honestly. I don't believe you. Okay, well, tell me something. I'll, 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 I'll find it on my phone if I don't have it. Tell me something. No, we're going to make playlists once we I know, on my library. Tell me something, and if I don't have it, I I'm will. guessing you don't have Bach. Okay, no, I don't have classical. Okay. No, <laughs> so I'm Jack, so I, Jack I, does I, not no, listen. No, I, li- I've li- I like classical. Beethoven is the jam sometimes. Like in the car, honestly, I'll, I'll turn it out all the way up to 62, which is one before my max, and I'll chill and I'll jam out to the, the seventh symphonic or whatever it's called. You know, the the seventh symphonic. I've never, heard, one, I've never heard the seventh symphonic. You know I'm the one that everybody knows? What's familiar. the one that everybody knows? The ninth symphony? That's it. The fifth symphony? Those are his. The symphony, not symphonic. My bad, listeners. The fifth and the ninth are the ones that I know. I don't. Right. I don't know his seventh. Like you want to hear recently added to my library? No, no, because of copyright. What? I own the song. No, don't play it right now. I'm not gonna play it. I was just. Gonna right, say no, 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 okay. Name. So, what what genres are you least familiar with? Oh, like blues, jazz. I love blues. I love jazz. 
bluegrass. Like, hey, bro, my whole family is from like Alabama. Obviously, I know bluegrass, Joe. There's got to be some genre that you do not particularly listen to. I mean, women rock stars. I don't know what your genre is. What's the one? I don't want to say British it pop be, stars of the seventies. No, don't. I don't want to say it and be like it'd be like technically incorrect. Like, is it called Hindi music? You know what I'm talking about? Like the Indian music? What's that called? Like, like Eastern melody type stuff? Like, yeah. Okay. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what it, I don't know what they call it. Like that. Bollywood type things? No, like, no, it's called, it's, there's like, I don't know, it's like, it's either Hindi or indie something. Well, indie is like, a completely different. Indie's like where you're going. broke bands, like no funding, independent. I mean, there's got to be. What do you listen, what do you usually like, listen to? How, like, what are your top three? This is. Yeah, you can't say top three. Like how often do you listen to Screamo? Never. There Not, we go. Well, I listen to Screamo. Like, I don't listen to it, but I've list. I have some. But like a top three, classic rock is definitely number one on the list. Mm, I mean, I'm looking rap, like hip hop slash rap. You know, yeah. three. Either country. Or I don't know. It's just like generic stuff. Like it's like good, but like I don't know what the label under. Like what? Like pumped up kicks or like bum, no, Stevie bum, Wonder. Bum, Never bum, mind. That's, that's number three. That's, that's like bum, pop, that's bum, pop stuff. Oh, that's pop. That's jamming. I don't know, but Stevie Wonder stuff like that. That's probably. I mean, like, well, and then pops. So what about you and modern rock? Like, give an give an answer right now. Like, yes. What's, no. what's considered modern rock? Queens of the Stone Age. We just went over that. Muse. Uh, Okay, I guess I'm not as familiar with All right, so the fact that you're staring blankly at me says that modern rock is what you... We're going to get you. Okay, I'll pull it up. No, no, no. No, we're making it for you. Okay. Well, it's, our, it's our gift I, to and, you. And here's our deal. We're not going to go out and look for stuff. Okay. Like, we're going to just... Whatever the playlist, hopefully listen to this weekend on the trip. Um, We will make them and we will... Today's rock... I'm just gonna pull. It. No, I have do Apple. not. I just said we're we're not going to pull it up. We're agreeing not to pull it up. Oh, I thought. But how am I going to listen to it then? No, we're, we're giving it to you, dude. Dan and I are going to make you a playlist. Oh, and then next week we're going to talk about that playlist. Well, yeah, yeah. But if you find the playlist, can I not just go ahead and add it? We're going to make it. We're going to make it for you specifically for, for Jack McCreelis ears. Can oh. and I are making a Jack McCreelis playlist. Oh my no! I cannot have that because that's <laughs> going to be some garbage. Um, no, because it's really about like discovering something that we're not. We're I not all you. that familiar I with. I got you. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't know a lot of like 20s and 30s music. I don't think there was, there was I mean, no music back then. They Billy just worked. Holiday. They just worked and sold things and then everything uh, crashed. They jumped out of windows. That was like the beginnings of jazz. Like that's, that's the, like, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That's like Duke Ellington, Billy Holiday. But like, that's down. not, that's not something that, I mean, I can name those people, but I couldn't name any of the songs. So I'm saying like that would Joe, be. Okay. I, I sure as him. Apparently you can't either because Jack's no, all over that's this. Not Jack my, is ready to. All right, so I is love it, dude, anything from the seventies and back or eighties and back. Before I was born and back, like that's my stuff. I was born in the wrong time period, honestly. All right, Cannon, what about you? I gotta go solidly with like. Please say rap with like hip hop and rap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to making this playlist. Yeah. For and you. so many albums have I come got out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account. I just okay, know that. I, know, okay, I only know that because they sang it at the football game. No, I because uh, like there's so many albums that have come out too that I know I'm I'm supposed to listen to. Like, should I have listened to Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator? Yes. I've never listened to a Frank Ocean song ever. What? In my whole life. 
I thought he said. Well, Frank- we Jack and I, Jack and I are gonna fix that problem for you. No Wait, guitar, I, thought, I thought he said. I thought you said Frank Sinatra at first. No, I'm down. I've listened to no, Frank Sinatra a whole lot, but no, yeah, don't. never. I mean, I've honestly never sat through an entire rap song in my whole life, so I gotta, I gotta go. Well, with are, that. are you amenable to doing this for the? I'll do it for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, I don't even have anything against it. It's just like so far out of my comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's- like le- yesterday while I was cleaning it's rhythm wh- and poetry song. while I was doing my work I listened to uh, Merle Haggard and Chris Christopherson play oh, he's good Merle Haggard so it's like yeah and I have no idea what you're talking about so he's the old dude that <laughs> Chris Christopherson guess what genre mine is it's gonna be country mine's gonna be country I got this wait are we starting like old country like Christopherson are we starting like well and here's the thing I listened to country music like in the 90s like for a while I had a country phase so like Dixie Chicks is that the nineties? Yeah, and like um, yeah, like early Tim McGraw. Okay. Garth Brooks, like Garth you're Brooks getting, at his height. Oh, when it got uh, bad, yeah. So you're so, looking right. for the bad country. And you, want you don't George, want the good. And I you love want Florida George Strait. I love Florida George Strait. George Strait. I listen to George Strait. I you st- saw you him like in concert. Anyway, um, don't but, move And like Florida Georgia Line is the extent of country I listen to right now. Wait, so you want new country or old country? Because like old country, bro. And like independent country. You guys get to make ding ding that list. So Jack is getting a rock playlist. All right. Today's rock, like not modern rock. Yeah. Yes. Cannon is getting hip hop, and I am getting country. Are we gonna make one for each other, or is it like team up? Like Jack and I are working for a country playlist for you, or like I'm taking the country one. Or what, how does this work? Give me the rap one for Cannon. Do it like that and give me the rap one. No, I'm going to do it. I think we need, I need, I think think it needs to be a collaborative. Yeah, it needs to be a collaborative effort. Joe, you know who's more, uh, who listens to more rap? Me or you? I mean, I'm not, I'm not just saying. I, well, would, you would probably be surprised that I... Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying don't listen to rap. I'm just saying. You ever heard the song, uh, actually, it's not appropriate to say so. okay so anyway so i thought we would expand all of our musical horizons yeah i'm so excited i'm gonna wear my robert ellis shirt on the podcast next week i have no idea who that is he's like a i went to go see him in athens he's a country dude me and mr bishop went it was fun i loved him changed my life actually that's cool you know what else changed your life cowboys last week was the eclipse so oh yeah well i'm just saying answer still my god a lot of things can change your life to get some james taylor too i didn't even think about that I've seen fire and I've seen rain. How long are these playlists going to be? <laughs> Is that dope? your Bob Dylan impersonation? No, yeah, I don't know. You might have to take a whole what I was week going off for. of work. Bob Dylan, t- speaking of Bob Dylan on today's musical facts, today on this day in 1965, Highway 61 Revisited was released. Great album. People aren't going to know what today's date is, and we probably August won't 30th. post it. We're not going to post it in a today is timely August. amount of time. So well, audio production is hard. August thirtieth at two forty-five. <laughs> it did come out today, though. Got Desolation Row on it. That's the final track. I think it's the eleventh track, but it is. It's around like eleven or twelve minutes long. Mm. Wonderful song. Mm. Jack, do you like Bob Dylan? I'm not going to say no. I don't listen to him regularly, but I mean, he was pretty iconic. You Me, know? Jack, just have a Bob Dylan playlist. No, I, I mean, know. There's I like so Bob, much Bob no, Dylan material. Bob Dylan, like. Honestly, though, like I we, we played that I played that Eric Clapton Stairway to Heaven the other day, and Cannon was like, "Yeah, no, Bob Dylan did that originally." Like I don't dislike Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan mo- he's, in a, he's a pretty brilliant songwriter. Yeah, Eric yeah, Clapton's version. He's not is my favorite songwriter the of the time period because Leonard Cohen will always win everything, always. But he's a prolific and 
Yeah, he has, he's a great songwriter. Yeah, he's ridiculously talented. I don't always like listening to him sing, but and yeah, and the stuff that yeah, like the, the radio hits that he wrote for the birds, you know, like Mr. Tambourine Man and stuff like that. That also blows my mind because he can do. Yeah, this, give me a Bob Dylan playlist. He can do this deep be, thing. It's oh, crazy. Love Bob Dylan. I need to hear some Bob Dylan, guys. Now we're still making you a, a modern. You're getting playlist. a modern rock playlist. The Foo so. Fighters just put out a couple singles, so we'll hit you up with those. The Foo Fighters isn't that the band that Timmy liked? Everybody likes them. Joe loves them. You don't like the Foo Fighters, do you? I don't dislike them. Nah, 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 nah. Can you name a member of the Foo Fighters? Foo. He said Foo. I don't think you were close enough to the mic to pick that up, Cannon. He said Foo. I just like No, they're fighting Foo. They're not. I don't even know where that comes from. Who is a member? Dave Grohl, drummer for Nirvana. Oh, cool. Pat Smear, he played with the Germs. Um, and he is, then, it, Jack is looking at us like we are absolutely who, insane. Who names their band the Germs? Like I would never even go listen to them. I haven't listened to them. I think they're like a punk band. And then they sound like some punk. Chris Shiflett's their guitar punk, player. Punk was my other one that I know nothing about. Punk. I don't listen to like punk rock. Mm, I listen to like weird punk. Like I I don't listen to like the Sex Pistols or whatever. I do listen to like the Clash. I listen to. Oh, you know who I mean, I'm I actually, know a couple Blink songs, but like, yeah, and like, but and I was like, in high school during the height of Blink-182. Oh, yeah, you were like pop punk heaven there for a little bit. And like, I just, it was never my thing. So punk was my second, yeah, that was going to no, be the other category. But yeah, yeah, really Maybe we should all do punk, because apparently, we should all find a punk playlist as well, because none right. of us you know what I really it. never listened to, though? That I, I don't know how I have it. Huh? No, no, no. I've never listened to this, and I don't know how. Yet Y'all are going to be blown away when I say this. <clears throat> ACDC. You've never listened to ACDC? No, I'm not sure I have either. It's just like an old dude so like, my list be yelling real high. Yeah, no, you, we're locked in, dude. You're listening to Modern Rock. Dang it. I wanted something I liked. I like ACDC. <laughs> I was just trying to sway the system. All right. Well, All that's, right, Joe, that's weird. Well, yeah. How you doing, Joe, over there? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Joe uh, just gave us this blank stare. Like, Yeah, so I really wish there was video, but not on us, just on you, because you make <laughs> the most wonderful faces. Like, you'll shoot looks at us, and then you'll make this smile like, I'm about to connect everything, and it's just really creepy. That's well, all. thanks for that, Cannon. I appreciate it. <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited I'm to go through looking this. looking forward to it. I'm also kind of scared because sometimes, you know, it's just none of the music I listen to is aggressive and rap can be very aggressive. I'll give you some clean yeah. rap, Cannon. Well, and I don't the, care about there's different, that. I'll I give you some froggy well, like, fresh. So when I was researching and just like kind of looking at different genres and stuff, there's so many genres that like I did not know existed. Like Such. desert rock. Desert rock is a genre of music. I wouldn't have known that. I would never in a million years guess that there was a genre called desert rock. Like there's so many different specific mm-hmm. things that, and a lot of time you, like people love to trash on genres, but then in that genre, you find stuff that you love and all of it you love. Like uh, I use Bandcamp as like my main way to consume music. And with there, there's a, a genre called bedroom pop. And I was like, what is this? And it's all, you know, people recording lo-fi in their bedroom and, you know, never fail. If something is in that genre, I'm going to listen to it because I love it. So there are plus sides to genres, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Jack just said he listens to all genres. So I'm like, I think there are more genres than... Yacht rock. No, okay. Big picture, though, there's literally, there's only like four or five Indie folk. Main... That's what I'm saying. There's only like four or five main types of genres, though. But then there's like... You're not even listening, bro. We're talking about desert rock over here. Right. The main genres. Like rock. You have pop. Yeah. Pop. Pop. You have rock. You have country. You have alternative. You have dance. metal. You have dance. You have electronic. You have Christian. You have 
jazz, you have blues, you have bluegrass. They're all completely different. No, but some of those you can put in the same category, not in the same category per se. But they're, like rock- they're individual genres. We okay, got to like you can't 12. Say, you can't say like classic rock is rock. Like it's classic rock, but it's yeah, still but- rock. And then indie rock is still rock. Yeah, but, but the like- Rolling Stones, you know, no, no, does that not Let It Bleed sense? by the Rolling Stones and the latest album by Mumford, if you played them to somebody who didn't really listen to music, they would not be like, yeah, these are similar albums. They're both rock, yes, but one of them is, you know, 2000s alternative rock, indie rock, and is one it rock? of them is classic rock. Is it rock? I would, I mean, I don't know. This is kind of related to a discussion I had today with my classmates. Is an Oreo a cookie? And we're out. Five, four. Interesting <laughs> fact. Did you know that Oreo is the ripoff brand? No. Yeah. No. So I think you just ruined my whole entire thought process. Because what's the original? What is the great value? Kroger brand. <laughs> no. What is the what is the other? Chips Ahoy. The other black and white cookie. Like, the, but it seems like the cheap version. Not like the Target brand or. Look, let me brand. Google fake Oreo and um, see what happens. And that is actually the original. And then Oreo was like the second. Like took what they did and made it. I'm not concerned with what other companies did. Oreos are the greatest dessert foods ever made. See, because they're not a cookie. You, it's a sandwich. It's, it's a sandwich more than a cookie, you know? Hydrox? Hydrox. Hydrox cookies. Yes, those, it looks that like. was the first. Hey, let me see that. Right? It camera. looks like an Oreo. Let me see it so I can see the case. Well, the cover. yeah, I mean, lots of things are... Um, that just rocked Yeah, Oreo world. was introduced later. Hydrox was first. Originally debuted in 1908, the Oreo introduced in 1912 was inspired by the Hydrox cookie, but the Oreo exceeded it in popularity. If it's the same thing, how did it? Which resulted it? in the Hydrox coming to be perceived as the imitator. So the number, the first one to do it, was not the most popular. So kids, if you're listening, if you play draws and just make sure it's way better, yours will be better in the future. They were largely discontinued in 1999. It depends how you market. It's all about marketing. An event. What sounds cooler, Hydrox or Oreo? Hydrox. Hydrox sounds like Clorox, which isn't doesn't sound pleasant to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you gonna eat some Clorox wipes? Yeah, but check this out. Compared to Oreos, Hydrox cookies have a less sweet filling and a crunchier cookie that gets less soggy in milk. That sounds really good, actually. Hydrox are not bad. Less sweet. The point of this being, it's all in how you market it. Anything, any. It's we, all perception. We can have an event. Our youth group can have an event. If we do a good enough job of marketing it, we can get hundreds of people here to that event. If we don't, we won't. If you market the Oreo better, which Nabisco, obviously, they marketed that better than Hydrox or whoever owns Hydrox, and they became the number one thing. It's why here's the deal. Coca-Cola is the number one soft drink beverage in the world. Pepsi is the number one soft drink beverage in the United States. What? So they can both claim that they are the number one soft drink. It's all in how you market it. Like Pepsi's over Coke in America for yeah, real? Yeah, because Pepsi's better. So I'm not going to that Dr. Debate. Pepper is so better think, than every drink. So if you ever watch commercials, usually on a Monday or Tuesday after the weekend box office is in, you might see, like they might go... This movie was the number one comedy in America. Oh, yeah, right. all the time, like, especially... After. But if they say number one comedy or number one cartoon, they weren't the number one movie that weekend at the box office. 
as number one of that yeah genre. so they could be the the number 10 overall in the box office but they can market themselves of we are the number one comedy in america this Which week will make you want to go see it right but in reality if you look at the numbers they're the 25th number just the first 24 are all dramas so marketing matters that's what i want to go to college for marketing major marketing is a brilliant thing like chandler bing and it's something that churches often don't do a good job of and some people get scared the idea of churches marketing but it's important Uh, no matter what your industry is marketing marketing matters i really wish there was a video feed because i could do the thing from wayne's world where he's like ah you know he's talking about like i've never seen wayne's world so i have no idea what you're talking about he has a coke and he looks at the camera and he's like aha you know it's just making fun of product placement but that's different than marketing it's like that sprite commercial i'm not going to tell you to drink a sprite that's a good commercial that when it's the at the fair and he knocks it all down he's like hold this sprite right in front of the camera he's like oh never mind the commercial's over yeah joe i try not to watch commercials so so i don't know what you're talking about what what do you fast forward usually how How do do you fast fast forward forward the tv i usually don't watch tv live well that's fair fair enough okay Next segment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, I think about... I'm still in marketing now. Like, think about how the church... The early church grew. The older church? How old? Like, in the time of Jesus and the days after Jesus. Well, you know, they didn't have the internet or TVs. They they didn't? But think about it. People, like, the Bible talks about all these crowds that would come. Like, they knew Jesus was coming and there'd be crowds there. Because they had heard... This guy heals people. This guy does all these things. He does miracles. He tells these weird stories. And it added that component to it. And that, I mean, that's why the crowds were there because they wanted to know, they wanted to see and experience what all the hype was about. So what you're saying is the, uh, the disciples were like the greatest hype men of all time. That's what he's saying. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, there's always, there are always things that people are, are talking about. Like, this week in media, every radio station I listened to yesterday was dissecting Taylor Swift's new video and new song. I was doing it, too. I haven't even heard it. Is it good or bad? Okay, take a Megan Trainor melody, make it a little bit more darker, electro pop, and then add this weird obsession with Kanye, and then you have Taylor Swift's new song. So, but here's the thing, like, all these people are talking about it, and it's like one of those, if you're not talking, if you haven't seen it yet, like you want to go out and watch it because you want to be part of that conversation, That's right? Like I'm saying, I'm going to watch it once. Yeah. Jack, like Jack wants to know what it is we're talking about. And it's brilliant because this doesn't cost Taylor Swift and her people any money to market it. Cause people, it becomes, we're all having this cu- cultural conversation and now we want to be a part of it. So now I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to watch that video and that's more money in her pocket. That's, Oh, that's so dude. That's crazy. It's how it's how it works. It's why we talked about this. When did, did we talk about this? They're like people are attracted to weird. Like it's why Kanye is weird. It's why people watch the VMAs because I watched the VMAs. It was it was exquisite. People watch it because they know something weird and off the wall is going to happen, and they want to have seen it. So Monday morning at school or at work, they can talk about it intelligently and not sit there and go, "I should go look it up." Like the VMAs are always weird. The MTV Music or Movie Awards and music, all their awards are always weird, right? 
Katy Perry did an excellent job. Her new music video? Completely weird. I haven't seen it. I hate to hear the song, though, with Nicki Minaj. The song is weird, too. Uh, like, no, no, the song is really weird. But, that I mean, that's... People are attracted to weird. They're attracted to what's different. And they want to be part of that conversation. And so we tried to flip the script on Sunday at Youth Group. And tried to do the weird. We focused our prayer time not on ourselves and what's going wrong, but... With what's going right. Yeah. What is it that we need to be thankful for? Why do you guys think we don't spend more time being focused on what we're thankful for? I think... I think that um, a lot of times, like pride, maybe, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're thankful for something. You want to be like, I did this, you know, and uh, if you're praying, you're, you know, you know, God, thank you for what you've done in my life. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just kind of guessing here. Jack? I don't, I don't know. Honestly. So it was, why are you more, th- or why aren't we always thankful? That was like the just. Wait, wait, why do you, why is prayer time or whatever it's. Why is it always like requesting what's wrong or doom and gloom rather than what what's good and right? What what there is to be thankful for? I don't know. Maybe because you all, if something bad's happening, you'd rather have whatever's being bad fixed. Then that's dumb though, because you need to be thankful for stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So what know. happens if you spend more of your time focused on what you have to be thankful for rather than what's going wrong? But then probably more positive. No, I'm saying what happens if you do that. Well, then there's more wrong stuff that can happen, and you're not even concerned about that, and so you can't pray about it. And then if you don't pray about it, most likely, you know, nothing's going to happen. Not nothing's going to happen. Oh, well, I disagree with you because I feel like if you truly spend time focusing on what you're thankful for, I think you will prioritize the concerns. So you're saying no more prayer requests? Well, it's a big issue. Lots of people aren't. I mean, we talked about this at Bible study yesterday that everyone always says they're fine. It, like, everyone's lives are great, um, which we know isn't true. But I think if you choose to focus on what you have to be thankful for, if you remember what it is you have to be thankful for, you realize some of the things that you really get upset and bent out of shape over are ridiculous. And, you know, like we need to pray for the people in Houston and everything that's going on with the hurricane. Like that is a real situation that no matter how thankful, no matter how great we have things right now, that's still something that needs to be prayed for. Yeah. There are genocides going on around the world. Those are things we need to pray for people who don't have housing and, and food and all those situations. But I can prioritize and think about that differently when I think about what I have to be thankful for instead of being miserable that I got stung by a yellow jacket yesterday and making that be the focus. Did you really? I did. Instead of that being the focus of my afternoon, it can be, well, hey, here's what's going right. Here's what's awesome. And I have a bee sting. I'll get over it. Like, Or being thankful for the fact that I know people who are highly allergic and like would have gone into anaphylactic shock and had to go to the hospital. To me, it was just an inconvenience, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think the flip side of that, and this is something that's been like all over Twitter and and stuff like that, that's, you know, I I struggle with as far as like how to respond to 
is you know you can't like I, I feel like you're almost like discrediting you know all the people that live in Houston if you you look at a picture of the flood or whatever and you're like you know just like it shows you how power you know like people take it and they're like well you know everything happens for a reason and like I'm not saying everything doesn't happen for a reason but it's like that what you're doing like oh well it could be worse you know you can't look at like millions of people and be like well it could be worse so right and that's not what I'm trying uh, yeah, to say. Yeah, no, I'm not accusing you of saying that. I just, like, that's something that's been common. It's hard for me to deal with in, like, a crisis like this. But but when you choose to look at what you have to be thankful for, again, I think I really think it helps you prioritize and go, well, these things are really, like, these are the requests in my life that are really worth it. Like, last night, my kids prayed for my beasting. But to a little kid mindset, that that was really important. Like, they can't wrap their heads around what's going on in Houston. They They've heard about it. They know we need to pray for people there, but they don't get it. Like their reality, you know, their reality is the room we're in at any given moment because that's what little kids do. That's how their brains work. But for me, it becomes their, hey, there are more important things. And sometimes we have issues in our lives that really, really are pressing and really need to be up on that list. Yeah. But so many times it's, we don't do that. We're so bogged down in trying to pick everything apart, find everything that's wrong, and just complain about it. And then we complain about it and mask it as a prayer request. Or we want to gossip and we mask that as oh, a prayer no, request. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I was, in, I was in middle school, I remember. <laughs> I mean, it happens now too, but you know what I'm saying. Jack is falling asleep, ladies I'm and gentlemen. It's asleep. it's a rainy day. It's, I was it's just stretching. Dark. It really was. I'm, and what do you have to be thankful for, Cannon, in the midst of this rainy day? I have a lot to be thankful for. And I'm alive. I'm here getting to talk on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, like, for real. It's a friend's birthday tonight, so we're going to celebrate, you know, going to record after this, which is yeah, thanks for my favorite thing to do. Tonight. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> no, I thought, no, we need to figure it out now. I'm just kidding. What if, ooh, I just thought of a good idea for our, our listeners can let us know, too. We had like a like a Twitter poll or something. People could like Twitter poll. What we're gonna talk about? Twitter poll. Like Jack was just talking about well, something. Have you already brought this up? Joe actually? has said this like three times uh, before. I, just, I realized that like Cannon halfway through the sentence. Cannon thought he was sentence. cool. I need to get my senior superlative. Blah 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 blah. Your your what? Senior superlative sheet back and put Cannon for oh, yeah, most we voted. likely to get a retweet. We voted for <laughs> or, mo- or wants to get a retweet. I don't want to retweet. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I. No, I'm not going to tell I'll you to read what birthday you're going to. Throwback to the uh, the Sprite commercial. I'm not going to tell you to retweet. I'm not going to tell you to buy Sprite. People are actually campaigning for the senior superlative, so that is just nuts. Yeah, what's your biblical take on that? You don't hear the best one? You asked two questions now. Which one do you want me to answer? Mine. Mine. They were both yours, Jack. Or no, one was Cannon's. One was Cannon's. Oh, you're right. I'm going to answer Cannon's. What is my biblical take on it? There's no biblical take on senior superlatives. There is. Yeah. Is there a biblical take on why these chairs are green? Uh, there's a biblical take. No. That well, yes, because God created your eyes in a certain way that allows you to, well, and the light saying. reflects or refracts or does something off that color as into the green wavelengths in your eyes. Um, but. 
campaigning for senior superlatives. I did not campaign for my senior superlatives. I only won one. Um, was it smartest? It was. <laughs> uh, I wasn't trying, but it was. It was uh, most intelligent. But one of my buddies did campaign, and he ended up with like eight, um, which is fine. Say at Rome, you can only win one. Well, when you have 61 in your class, you have to win more than one. So, uh, I got you. Trying to find. Oh, man, he has scripture and everything. James 4, 6. But God gives us more grace. And that is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. I think when you're campaigning for something like that, it's because your pride's taken over. And pride officially is one of the, on the list of the seven deadly sins. Not that that is a list in the Bible or anything. It's just a notion we've come up with. But it says that God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. So it, pride like that is not a Christian attitude. It's not something that we're supposed to live out. Um, pride's one of the things that I deal with personally a lot. Um, I like to think of myself as a great person. Um, and sometimes we create our pride in false humility that, well, we're not like that person. And we take pride in how humble we are, but still getting people to do what we want. You know, here's what it mattered that I won a senior superlative. It was a picture in the yearbook that I've looked at maybe three times since I graduated high school. Once was to show Catherine and the kids my senior yearbook. Like that literally was the extent of what that meant. So I think it's pointless to be campaigning for a senior superlative because I think it's just pride taking over. Thoughts check? I mean, honestly, I'm, even if you do win one, why does it matter? Like what you said, it's just a picture. You know? Popularity contest, you know? Yeah, which is why I wasn't president of my youth group, but that's another story for another time. Oh, no. That was some, that was some anger in <laughs> that. Well, no, Talking no about like pride. the best all-around <laughs> student was one of them. And I'm sure there's somebody at the high school that honestly, or in our class, the senior class, that honestly is probably the best all-around male or female, but we just don't know them, you know? Yeah, some of them were worded in a way that was really strange. Like most intel. well, I mean, there is someone most obviously intellectual. that's most intellectual. Uh, Eric. There's just like, oh, it's just... We're trying not to do names, Jack. People don't know what Eric I'm talking about. All right, anyway, there were a lot of really, like, best all around, but then no descriptor. Not best all around at any... Just, just Yeah, I mean, if it's like best actor or best musician, I mean, those... Yeah. Best, yeah, best at what? Best all around what? Exactly, just best all around. <laughs> no, it said best all around person. Yeah, but that's... What does that mean? The, the best person, like... Somebody who has... Well, that's quite an achievement. I, <laughs> well, no, like... Everyone, I think, wants to think they're the best person. Well, no one, no one, like wakes up and goes, you know, what? I'm a miserable person. I hope everyone hates me, or very few people. Think I was that about way. to say, I'm sure there's a couple that do, Joe. But most people try to be the best person they can be. No, I think, I think this I was like this was like, you know what it means. It's like who at like who all people like whether they're popular or not. They're always nice. They're always well behaved. Like stuff like that. 
kind of like all the different sides of Taylor Swift that she's tired of putting up in front of people. Okay, that she has to be all things no, to all people. No, yeah, but she can't separate her persona from okay, her Joe. music. Closing it time. It makes me so angry. No, she did. Closing she, she was the, time. She was in the back part of the airplane. She had separated. This is her separating herself from all that at last. That's no. it. I'm pulling no. the video up. What's it's why she says. No, the old Taylor's not dead. The old Taylor is the new Taylor is the same Taylor. No, it's no. Old Taylor is dead. Old Taylor's I'm not, not sure I dead. like new Taylor. But old Taylor's dead. Old Taylor's not dead. All right. That being said, guys, we are wrapping it up. So thanks for joining us again on the Trinity Youth Podcast. We'll see you next time.